Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Message Recap Podcast. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have said weekly, probably. The Message Recap Podcast. We are back. Um, we are. You know, I'm, I'm Justin, you're one of your hosts. Um, you know what we used to do, we never do anymore. If you ever want to, like, I'm, I'm on social at Justin Oswald underscore. If you want to follow me on the Instagram, on the TikTok, on the Twitter. Or X now, they call it. Um, X. I despise Facebook, so, I mean, I'm there, but I don't want to be on it. But um, Yeah, they don't really care about following you, I'm going to be honest. Oh, wow. They might, John. You know, there's some insightful stuff. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm one of your hosts, uh, executive pastor of TC, lead pastor of TC. Brad's here. John's back there behind the camera somewhere. I'm here. You can hear him. John's there. Brad's on social, too. You got to find him, you know? Or not seen. I think. Our, our, uh, I think at the end of our podcast, it tells people that stuff. Does it? I think so. Oh. Huh? What is that noise? That's the it's compressor. The compressor. They're, they're still oh, they're working. Stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. hear something weird, I was like... We still got people building stuff around yeah. here. Because, so, uh, uh, well, that doesn't matter. Yep, still building stuff. We, um... Coming off, a good, coming off a good stunt Sunday. Good Sunday. We had friend day. Friend day this past Sunday. It was wild. We had, it's hard to tell because everybody doesn't fill out a card, but we had around 200 and... 28 more people. 28 more people than we did Normal. the week prior and yeah. then we've been averaging. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, 28 people filled out a connect, filled out one of our cards to let us know they were a first time guest. That's a lot in and of itself. But there was 230-ish, you know, you're never going to have a fully accurate And we know we don't have an accurate kid count. Yeah. You know, that's so the hard it's, part. It's, so, um, you, you, who knows it, how many people were actually there? Yeah. The official count was 1187 um oh and that's what we're sticking with yep. but it's um you never i mean you put a thousand people in a room and you try to count them or yeah. in a building impossible whatever, you, know, you get an accurate and count. Then, yeah i mean it took me and nate we counted the chairs f- four times you know just <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, right, right, you know right, what i'm right. saying when we're putting chairs in anyways it was a good sunday um four uh four service three good services um, a lot of new people because of friend day. I had fun. It was a good time. Yeah, so, we, had, we added 160 more chairs. Well, we had no. So we had 330. No, we, we only had, had 400. Two, we had two. What do we have? No, we had. I don't we, remember what we had. We brought in um, 70. 30. Yeah, we had three something. 40, 50, 60 or so. And then 10 and 11, 30. Or one of those was full. It was full. It was full. So, so we have 399 chairs in the auditorium. We would have 400, but one had mold on it. <laughs> so we got rid of that. So we uh, had to clean it or do something. But uh, yeah. we own 400 chairs, the, the, the regular chairs. And then we have mm-hmm. we have 75 folding chairs that we could bring out. So anyways, um, it was a good day. I good mean, day, man. A lot, of, uh, a lot of people, a lot of new people. Um, all praise and worship was good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I know. That's why I put that post yesterday. Because, you know, when we say things like a lot of people, you know, I know how some people are. And because I used to kind of be like that, too. You know, well, you know, it's not all about the number. Like, is it all about the numbers? And I'm like, you know, it's not all about the numbers. That's why I put the post. We're part of the reasons we're celebrating. And if you see all the TC people, specifically staff celebrating the day is that thousand mark is really hard to break as, yeah, for a, church. as a church, you know. 
especially like I said in my post in a city like ours there's no shortage of churches and then we have a lot of good ones you know so it's not like we're the only church game in town because we're not yeah um and by golly there's a church on every corner like we literally have one right I mean I could throw a uh, uh, I could skip a rock and break their window maybe <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I mean it's a little farther than that but yeah you know well, all I had to say is about a direct line of sight I could you know, I could I could hurl a football and hit three churches almost. <laughs> right. Like, right. You know. So, um, not only and when I say the thousand mark, the you know like it's that 200, 250, breaking that barrier. Yep. There's a five hundred barrier. Some say there's an eight, maybe yep, it's seven fifty, but the eight hundred barrier and that thousand. You know, it's hard and and only two percent of churches ever hit that. That's yep. a big deal. So you know, obviously. That, and that's why we're celebrating. So yeah. do we think it's all about the numbers? We don't. Um, do we think numbers are important? We do. Sure. Well, and you add to that, not only, you know, has God graced us to be able to do all the things we're doing and the growth and the people he's sending to TC, but we're, we were able to break the thousand barrier, you know, um, and we're only a 10 year old church. Yeah. Almost every other church in our city that is over that. Is it's old. 35 years old or 40 years old or whatever. So there's like, there's something to that too. On top of, that, we went through a, a transition five years ago. Yeah, it's not a knock. It's just, uh, yeah. No, no, no. yeah. It's so, just like, uh, good for them. And, I'm just saying like, it's just real special what God's doing here. We're proud of it. And we are. And, and that's why too, I that's why I made that post yesterday. It was kind of long, like not because uh, it's not all about numbers, but because of the thousand people, you know, we also have 34 groups to help disciple those people. We yeah. have, you know, people taking steps. So it's not just like people showing up, we're counting them. There's like, there is genuine life change happening amongst the people here that have been coming. There's, mm-hmm. they're plugging into the, to the life mm-hmm. of the, of not just the church, but, um, you know, as a, as a Christian and all those things. So it's just cool. It's, um, so we're unapologetically proud, but it's not all about the numbers, but like, that's like the old saying, you know, every number has a name, those names matter. Right. So, um, yep. you know, I thought I would just put that out there yesterday for anybody that was like, Oh man, there's everybody's talking about the number this week. It's like, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. Hey, listen, regardless of what it is, whether you do a church, you have a business, or you playing in a festival downtown, you get 1187 people to show up. It's special. It's hard. It is hard. <laughs> and when it happens, it's special. Because we, you know, we got to give out free coffee to do it. We got to uh, talk about the savior of the world. You know, you know I mean, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't say we got to, but you know, I'm making a uh, like, yeah, like yeah. we, there, there's a reason. <laughs> right. We have a real special reason for people to show up, you know? Well, uh, and people. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, it's easy uh, for people that aren't doing something to criticize those that are. Yeah. I'll say that. Okay, well. And then the other thing I'll say is, um, you know, the Saturday, the day before the Sunday, a whole lot of football games. They were were counting scores. Mm -hmm. You know who won and you know who Mm -hmm. lost because some people scored more than others. Now, for us, it's not about when people lose, you know, churches don't lose because they don't have people. But you count what matters. You measure what matters. So, um, you know, so where we count because it matters because it's not us against other churches. It's us against hell. And we're, we're getting people out of hell and into heaven, obviously through the power of Jesus of and course. the gospel through the Holy Spirit. Like, but we're playing our part that he's called us to play. And so when people are like, you're just all about numbers, it's like, well, everything's all about numbers. You know what I mean? Like you make sure the right amount of money goes in your bank account before you pay bills because it's about numbers. Well, that's why I said you know, number numbers can tell you a lot. 
Yeah. Just like, you know, we've heard, I don't, I guess it was Pastor Chris Hodges, but like, if you fell out right now, we call it EMS, they're going to hook up a pulsometer to you. They're going to get your blood pressure. They want to know what your oxygen levels are. Numbers. They're going to get numbers because it, it, it tells, it gives information. Yep. You know, and I am of the mindset in the church world, healthy things grow. Yes. You know, so if your church is healthy, whether you're, I've talked to you as a church leader that happens to find your way onto this podcast, or you go to, if the church is healthy, it should be growing. And if it's not growing, it does beg the question, is, is there healthy? a health issue? Sure. It, it has to. And, and it that, can be cultural And that's health. not a knock yeah. to, to you as the leader necessarily, but you do have to ask the question. Yeah. Or at least if you're going to, if you're going to come at me as talking about y'all are about the numbers, I'm definitely going to ask the question. You go, well, by yeah. God, why ain't you growing? Because it could be cultural health. It could be financial health. It could be ministerial health, pastoral health. Like there's a lot of things, you know, like and, discipleship health. There's sure. a lot of ways you can measure that, but you do have to measure it. And, and it does, be, and it does beg the question, right? So if healthy things grow, if you're in an organization that isn't growing, what's the status of the health? Well, and I will say this. So I will say this. I won't name any names. Okay. When we first bought this building, I told you about this three years ago. When we first bought this building, well, it was actually two years ago because it was right after COVID had kind of calmed down and we started like gathering again. I went to a pastor's meeting, a pastor's lunch. Yeah, I remember. And it was on this side of town. And they jokingly said to me, welcome to the side of town where churches can't grow. And they were serious. They were like, welcome to the side of town where churches can't grow. Essentially saying like, so I hope you don't expect to grow over here too, because we've been working at this for a long time and we can't grow. So you guys aren't going to grow either. That was essentially what they were saying. And I didn't say anything. Yeah. I you just kind of laughed insert, John, like insert a meme or something. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, I mean, I didn't say anything like I was a guest in someone else's home. So I wasn't sure. going to be rude. Like I was just kind of like, but in my mind, I was like, you might settle. That might be okay for you. It's not okay for me. Well, not only that, whoever that was, you were wrong. Correct, because here we are. So, um, so, um, and that's but, not a knock. We're not knocking. We're not better than. No, 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 we're, no. Not, we're not better. We're just. I think it is okay for us, just like it's okay for you wherever you're at. When you hit milestones, celebrate. Like a thousand was not even a. We never set that as a goal. We weren't trying to reach a thousand people. Like we never have attendance conversations in meetings about planning and goal setting. No. Like our goals do not revolve around how many people show up. The only goal we do have was that from a standpoint of how many people we can get on campus at one time. We talked about that where it was like, well, because we're growing, we I, need to rearrange the auditorium so that we can oh, no, facilitate no, no. as many Of people. course, no, no, yeah. no, but I'm talking, about, the only time I'm talking about even the goals we have as a church this year. No, no numbers. Yeah, we don't do, we don't, we don't talk about As numbers. far as attendance. Correct. Yeah, not, we don't talk about that's numbers. not been one of our goals is to, what can we do to get a thousand people in the door? That's a goal of ours. That's not ever Correct. been a conversation. <laughs> no. But we do know it is a milestone in church the life of church growth. Correct. So when we hit it, we are, that's what we're celebrating is the fact that only 2% of churches in existence ever reach this milestone. That is worth celebrating. So we're going to do it. Um, and we hope you celebrate with us. And if you're not celebrating with us, then, uh, I don't care about you. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, if you're wishing us wrong because of that, then, uh, come at me, bro. No. Um, so we're celebrating and most people probably watching this on our, on our, on our side, on our team. So, and, and listen, I, I wish that for all the other churches too in our town. Like, yeah. if if every if every church was full this next Sunday, there's still not enough seats. So, no, nah, I mean, not even um, close. So, so we're 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 all in this together. It's not a competition. Um, yeah, it's us so. against hell, not us against other churches. <sighs> we should so. have a song like that or something. Yeah. So, um, 
but uh absolutely so yeah it's uh it's really really cool man and so we we measure what matters people matter so we measure people and uh so that's that's uh that's what it boils down to and god is doing something just absolutely amazing so um yep yep yep, yep. and uh right big john we we're close to having some uh uh what you said phase one of the of the expansion is wrapping up hopefully soon definitely coming into the holiday season you know we're gonna have all the new stuff up our new sound system uh, the the new stage with the led yes, um the whole the whole thing's gonna be really cool new carpet in the auditorium um it's gonna be a whole new it's gonna be nice and then uh vision sunday this is we want we want you to Keep this, put this on the counter for real. October twenty second is going to be Vision Sunday. That's going to be a big day. Going to be a big day. Uh, so, so if you've been with us, you're familiar. If you've been with us for more than say a year, uh, you're familiar with the Imagine campaign. Yep. We're at, we're we're halfway through that, and we're going to do uh, because of that. We're doing a Vision Sunday because now we're finally at a place with the construction of the the expansion that that's about to launch. That, that's about to start. So we're going to talk about all that, give updates on all that, and show some pretty cool stuff. We got some surprises. Correct. Uh, so you want to be here October twenty second? It's going to be a good day. Vision Sunday. Good day. Yep. Yep. Man, it's going to be a busy rest of the year. Let me tell you. Man, we were just sitting me we talking about it. It's like man, October is pretty full. You know, we got Vision I, Sunday. I have we, three trips to. Re- through the rest of the year four if it count Tallahassee no what am I going to Tallahassee I don't know. I I'm not going I'm not, not, I can't tell you. yeah, yeah no, I, I got know. three trips that I know of the, the rest of the year yeah I have three maybe five I got two that are maybes I'm trying to figure those out but so I might have five but I definitely have three already in the books like plane tickets bought yeah oh we're Boom. going to New York we're going to New York son that's vacay yeah that ain't yeah that ain't ministry trip. I'm going to Johnson City Tennessee and I only know of that because of the Darius Rucker song, Wagon Wheel. John City, Tennessee. Um, Shoo. Appalachia country. Shoo. So I'm going, that's for the young professional stuff. I'm doing a talk, actually. I'm doing. A, I'm leading a breakout or something, they said. Um, they texted me about that today. So um, That's super cool, man. The Young Professional Summit. So young professional, leaders and young professional organizations around the country come to the summit. Ooh, so that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal, John. I'm trying to bring it to Pensacola year after next, and everybody Let's wants go. it because we're on the beach. You know, they're like, "Oh, let me hey, go, to the, go to the so beach." Trying to do yeah. it here. So, anyways, uh, John, are you a beachgoer? You know, I'm not. I know you. You wear too much black to be a beachgoer. I will go to the beach. Like I'm not. I'm not going to fuss. Like if someone says, "Hey, let's go to the beach together" or whatever, I'm not. I'll be like, "Okay, cool." But yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to go out there by myself. I will fuss. I don't want to go to the beach. I hate the beach. I I, I like it at certain time like that first of all i was out there friday night oh yeah friday it's, evening it's the, probably nice the sunset was so dope we were out there around sunset and it was temperature not the whole thing like yeah. the evening sunset you gotta love that yeah <laughs> um i don't necessarily want to be out there when it's 120 degrees and the water's no. 100 um no thank you yeah. i do like it until i'm done yeah, whatever the, I'm ready, yeah, ready once to go. I'm ready to go I'm ready to go that's why I always drive, drive myself, myself. I'm not right. riding when I'm ready to go I'm ready to go um, True. one of the best things ever was years ago my mom and stepdad came in town and they rented a room at a hotel there and because they wanted to spend all their time at the beach they love it but like I'd go down the beach chill and then boop in the room shower get all that sand and salt water and everything off and and chill. AC, yeah. Oh, yeah. The couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, no, I like that. But I do, I do, I, I, I went on a cruise, you know, so we're in the Bahamas and stuff. Like, I enjoyed that beach, like, when we were there. Like, I enjoyed all that, the water and all that. It was very fun, but, um, 
you know yeah. I do, if, I, I do. if i'm gonna be in salt water i want my scuba gear on and i want to be no, 100 feet underwater absolutely that's not. what i want to do absolutely not me and uh caleb cummings yeah you know he's got an e-bike too yeah i'm yeah. loving this Bro, e-bike i got yeah he's got one He's got. I, I don't. Mean, Tim got matching one. They're but those are dope. Yeah, they're fat. They got like the real, the fast ones. He was showing me. Yeah. He told me so. So he lives uh, in Cordova Park, a neighborhood close to mine. So when I ride my e bike, I ride it through his neighborhood. Oh, I'm okay. all through his neighborhood. And he was telling me the other Sunday they came. He said him and Tim one time rode from their house to Fort Pickens. Wow. I was like, because he asked me what's the range on mine, and I was like. I was like, I did 20 miles of the day and um, I only used like a quarter to half yeah. the battery. So I, I had like a 40 to 50 mile range. He was like, oh, you could go with us. He's like, we, we, we've done that once. I was like, to four pounds. I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's. This is fun. the time of year to do it right now. 100% that. Yeah. So he said next time the guy will hit me up or, or just because, because his wife's got one too, I think. Oh, really? I think Tim bought one for his wife. I could be mistaken. Um, yeah, they, uh. Anytime I go meet them for lunch over like by their office, they're always rolling up on those. They're never in the car. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They, no, there's our. He's got like the the a different. His looks way different than mine. Yeah. Um, but it's fat. Mine. It almost uh, looks like a like a hybrid motorcycle. Yeah. Electric mine bike, looks more like a bike, uh, except bigger. Like John, you gonna get you one? No. 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 If you lived where you could ride it or something. Yeah, that's true. Sure. If, if you lived like Maybe. close to me, you could get one. Yeah. That's true. Like there's be downtown, be downtown in five ten. Or like there's someone else to ride with. Like where you're at now, who you gonna ride with? You know. Well, what that's saying? what that's what we always talk about. Like with motorcycles, like you know, it's like one of the seals is like you know. Over time, we all wanted our motorcycles back. Like we, you know, we want to be back on motorcycles. You know, and uh, but it's like none none of our crew rides motorcycles anymore. Yeah. And riding a motorcycle by yourself is not that fun. Like it is peaceful, but it's an expensive like. That's an expensive. Yeah, uh, just go get a massage once a month or something, dog. Yeah. If you need that kind of piece, you know. Yeah. This is why, I like scuba diving, scuba diving and motorcycle riding have a very similar headspace. The peacefulness because you block out all the noise and it's just either I, underwater. I or, feel like that on the bike. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I would. I would think so. Of course, I got my little phone holder. I put on music. Well, beep beep. You know, but uh, it's fun. So, anyways, I don't know how we got talking about that, but uh, yeah, love it, man, I love it. Y'all, I've been I've been um, spending too much money on DoorDash. I can imagine. Listen, I used to be like, remember I talked about it like yeah, once a week. Saturday, no, once not even. Oh, word. But like Saturday, if, if there's a Saturday I don't want to leave, I'll DoorDash and I'll, you know, my my figuring is to do DoorDash. Whatever that thing costs, it's an extra ten. Time you do a, like a five dollar tip. I do a five dollar tip because it's where I'm at. It's not that much, maybe a little more. Five dollar yeah. tip, and then the the delivery fee and the, the fees. Yeah, it's ten dollars for the convenience. Maybe a little more. Now that can add up, but true, man. Like even last night, I had this meeting and I was at this meeting till seven, and I wasn't hungry. We had a you know we had me and you ate lunch yesterday. Me, you, Nate, and, and Rick, and it was kind of a bigger lunch. So I was like, where'd y'all go? Went to Sam's. Sam's seafood oh, okay. up the street. Yeah, don't don't get him, don't get him started. Anyways, it was like a big lunch, and that's all I feel every time. So. The uh, after the after the meeting, I was like, it's seven. I'm not even hungry. I'm not gonna eat dinner tonight. No worries. I got home, changed. I'm on the couch. It's eight. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. About eight ten hit. I was like, eight ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I probably should have ate a little something. 
You ain't had no tombstones neither, huh? I didn't have no tomb, nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing, nothing. Out of luck. This is when I wish I'd have had a tombstone. Like Absolutely. I needed, I needed a little more groceries. I need to hit the grocery store. I need to stock up on some essentials, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I had ramen, some I tombstones, mean, out of ramen. I, that's you, rough, you know, bro. You really, you, I, yeah, you struggling I, 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 right now? I was out of ramen. I mean, I had like some spaghetti noodles, but no, no, no sauce. sauce. You know, I was gonna have to whip, I had to make my own sauce using some pasta water and some butter. Or Not something. at eight ten. Yeah, no, no, no that's, that's that's six o'clock business. Not eight ten business. Right, so I was like, man, <laughs> I wonder what DoorDash got going on. I hit yeah. that app, and listen, the Rio Bravo by the mall. Okay, is so fast with DoorDash, really, and it's only a fifty cent delivery fee. Really, bro, I got on DoorDash eight twelve. <laughs> I hit a fajita burrito with some uh, mm. a side of cheese dip. Mm. They're just so fast. Processed order. Eight thirty, I'm eating dog at the house. Wow. <laughs> but That's, but you know, for thirty six dollars, you're talking about right. <laughs> you're talking about tortilla chips, a cup of salsa, a cup of cheese, a big burrito tortilla. I'm talking about the ingredients now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big tortilla. Some uh, rice and beans. Some uh, beans. So, so a little bit of chicken, some onion, peppers, and some rice. Like, we have $6 worth of ingredients here. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of the day. If not less. <laughs> okay. But. We've been talking about that queso price. That cheese price is out of control. Wow. But it was Mexican good. All, all I'm saying wild. is like that door, that like, I like it. Well, the other problem is they increase the price of the items. Do they? Yeah. So check this out. We were, because oh, Ashley's like a stickler about money, right? So uh, we were looking at, uh, at Chick-fil-A. We were going to have Chick-fil-A DoorDash one day. And like everything was $3 more per meal. $3? $3. So the sandwich meal was like thirteen ninety nine instead of nine ninety nine or whatever. That's a lot. So it was like more money there. Wow. Then they got the fee. Then they got the tip. So it was okay. Like, so here's what I wonder. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm wondering. Conspiracy. We're breaking it down right here on the podcast. The other week, I wanted Buffalo Wild Wings. I wanted some chicken wings. Okay. Well, I know at Buffalo Wild Wings you can order all flats and they charge you two dollars extra. Through DoorDash, they don't give you that option. But I went to the Buffalo Wild Wings app and ordered through them. And they still deliver through DoorDash, but I ordered through their own app. Yep. So I wonder what Chick-fil-A, if you go to Chick-fil-A and order through the app, you can order delivery through their app. You know, I, don't I know. wonder what the prices are versus if you went to DoorDash app and so to Chick-fil-A. Did, we did that the other day. We did it like a week and a half ago, and it was cheaper to buy through their app than it was through DoorDash. I would think so. That's what I'm saying. I would yeah. think so. Yeah, you're proving my point. I yeah. think yeah. it probably is. It, well, it was know. for that restaurant. I don't know about all of them, but it was for that restaurant. Sure, yeah, 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 that's true. You know, and, and here, here here's the thing, and some people are going to think this is crazy talk. I like to believe that everybody's time is worth something. Now, I've estimated my time <laughs> to be worth $100 an hour. Okay. That's what I feel I'm worth. All right. I support that. Yeah. Well, and you know, maybe I should go less because I don't make that much money, right? Like, I'm not, that's true. You I'm not making a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, I know what you're making. Yeah, that ain't that. that, ain't that, it. that what I'm saying is, if I was gonna make tacos for the evening, <laughs> by the time I go to Publix Park, 
get out, get the thing, go around the store, get all this stuff. I'm an hour in. That's that's a hundo. That's a hundo. Yep. I'm gonna call it fifty. Let's call it fifty right, now. I like it. All right. That's fifty. You don't make that much money. That, either, that's fifty but carry right on. there. Yeah. That's, that's fifty dollars in time spent. <laughs> yeah. Then I gotta drive to the house. I gotta prep. Yep. I gotta cook. That's another hour. Yep. You right. hundo in now. I'm, now I'm a hundo in. Plus the cost of the groceries. And listen. Groceries are outrageous. That's twenty thirty dollars at right least. There. Yep. Just for, for the tacos, for tacos for a meal. Yeah. So so in my head. Eating tacos cost me two hundred and twenty dollars, or I can door dash it for thirty. <laughs> that's a savings. That's that's, that's, you know that's, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I that's a I savings. understand your logic. I don't a hundred percent agree with it because but. at the house, I love how you justify what you're doing though. But at the house, <laughs> I, I'm working. I, maybe I'm on my phone, but my head's working. I can put notes down. <laughs> like I had an idea, so I jotted down. That's work. That I, I earned that fifty dollars for that hour. So are you saying you're, I, right, I, you're writing it off because you're working while you're eating? I'm working, <laughs> right? So, so, but I can't. I can't be thinking about good ideas for Transformation Church when I'm in the grocery store. But when I'm on the couch waiting on my food to come, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, what does TC need next month or it's whatever. Wild. So for it's me, it's, I spent thirty dollars on the DoorDash or would have in theory cost two, two you know 220 over here Man, to me that's a win all I, you know what I'm saying? that's all we do is win. all i do is win that's a win that's just like people say like do you like my stepdad he like wants to change his own oil and stuff i ain't doing that first of all it takes you 15 minutes to drive through a space of one of them places 20 minutes whatever and you're gonna pay your 50 60 dollars or 100 dollars or absolutely whatever but my time's worth 50 an hour. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you justify it. I agree with it on that front. I think the grocery thing might be a little... Was it a stretch? I mean, it's, you know, that's your world, man. You live in it. Uh, so every time I door dash, I'm saving $210. <laughs> but I'm also... I'm, <laughs> that's a, that's a <laughs> I'm not an accountant, though. But. As we started this whole thing with him saying that he's spending way too much money on door dash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I hadn't thought it through. I hadn't thought it he through. He had to walk all the way through. I had to yeah, walk yeah, out had, the logic. Yeah. yeah. So he thought he thought this audience was the ones to do it with. So basically, last night at eight fifteen, I saved two hundred ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I love it. Good for you, man. Hey. I'm glad you're saving money. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we bro, we we checked uh, DoorDash one time, and we knew what we knew what our meal costs at Chick Fil A. And, uh, and so that, it came, that's a big markup. Yeah, it came out like seventeen dollars more. Ashley said, "Absolutely not." Yeah, she drove all the way to Chick Fil A. That's a that's a big markup. I mean, I mean, and here's the thing: like, obviously, there's a there's a tipping point where it's like, yeah, we're not. Doing could that. I just call Rio Bravo? By the time I leave my house, they'll have it ready. Like, you know, I just it was eight. I just don't. To me, that ten dollars is a convenience fee, that, bro. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, I. No, there's a convenience fee for that. Listen, I ain't going to. When Ashley goes out of town, at least one night out of that whole thing, I get a DoorDash and I and a text message from her that says, you paid for DoorDash? I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving the house right now. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the prices aren't getting any lower. And I feel like with the way the economy is currently, they're starting to lose people. Who is? Not, not, not Justin, obviously. Yeah. 
Oh, like people not wanting to spend the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, 100%. so have y'all looked into like the Dash Pass? Like, what is that? Yeah, I have. I, I use it's like it Amazon Prime of DoorDash, isn't it? Yeah. So, the, it, so it takes care of the, the fee, like the delivery fee, and then something else. Like, so you, oh, pay, you need to get in on that. Oh, well, that's what I did. But it, you say so you still got to pay something. Yeah, you have to pay like 15 a month or 20 a month or something like that. You need to get in on that. But but there's no more delivery fees per order. No delivery fee and no. There's like an extra fee that that DoorDash puts like at a three dollar mm. fee. They they take care of that too. Or Service like, oh, fee or something. Service. That might be worth it. Yeah yeah. At fifteen, do you still got a tip? The tip yeah. goes to the driver. You yeah, tip goes. Yeah, you still have the tip. You got a tip. You got to tip them guys. We had it for a little bit. If you use if you use Girl Math, uh, just get money out of the ATM and tip them in cash, and that's not real money anyways. <laughs> I don't know what you haven't seen none of that girl math you haven't yeah. seen that on Instagram and TikTok and no. stuff yeah all, Bro, these, all these girls think that you know if they have cash that's not really that's yeah, not really like, so if I go to Target and I buy something for $30 and I had $20 cash and $10 gift card it was free because it didn't come out of my account. <laughs> so they call it girl I math. see what they're saying. <laughs> but if you had to go to the ATM to get the $20, it, uh, that's it, fair. That's like if they just had $20. You know? I see that. Yeah. I mean, I get they that. They call it girl math. It's, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's a, uh, that's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, but where'd that money come from? Yeah, right. Yeah. If it came out of your account, uh, for it's example, For example, I had $200 that I got for doing a funeral. Oh, well, that's different. If it wasn't deposited into your I account. never did anything with it. Yeah, that's fair. No, when they talk about girl math, they're like, if I bought an item on my debit card, but then I returned it and they gave me the money back in cash two weeks later, uh, and I yeah. used that cash to buy something, it was still free because it was cash. Yeah, it never really. came back on my account. Nah. It's like, uh, you know, so they call it girl Girls call it I had girl seen math. that, though. On, I'm yeah, it's sure funny. there's some funny. Now that I said it out loud, your phone heard me, and it's going to start showing you girl math stuff. So. Probably. Yeah, TikTok yeah. and Instagram going to start showing this. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to get real serious for you. Yeah, yeah it's a... Uh, and we didn't mean that derogatory or anything. No, that's not anything against so, females. The girls are the ones calling it girl math. Not me. I didn't yeah. come up with or that. Or those that... So the girls that are talking about yeah. it are calling it girl math. Yeah. I, yeah that's all, that's or woman math. Woman, sure, sure. Yeah. Or they math. Yeah. If that's never mind, yep. nope, not going to do that. Um, so, have y'all been following this Andy Stanley? No. Uh, North Point Church. No. Debacle. The oh LGBTQ boy. situation still. He. He say something else stupid. No. <sighs> put it on a. Conference. You know how Andy is. Oh gosh! All right. He put on a conference. Okay. He put on a conference that was build. Oh, hold on, let me find it. Let me let me find out what we're talking because um, he's getting a whole he got a whole lot of crap from um, Albert Moeller, the president of the Baptist Theological Seminary. Right. Um, <clears throat> which sure. Albert Moeller is kind of a Scrooge, but carry on. Uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean he's he's a Scrooge. So not a terrible guy. He can just be a Scrooge. Yeah, I mean he's not somebody I'd want to chill with yeah, um we're not gonna hang out yeah so north point church and church in atlanta put on a conference that was um i'm trying to find the actual the the actual thing of it it was billed as a, it's an lbgtq plus conference for parents on how to love their lbgtq kids like jesus and stuff so gotcha. parents that may 
I guess, assuming Christian parents, right. that their kids are now have come out. Uh, whatever, whatever. It, it yeah. falls in that okay. category okay. on like how to deal with it, how to still love them as Jesus would, and all these things. Okay. Um, but a lot of the pushback is some of the speakers are some of the speakers at the conference are all they weren't all coming from a, like a necessarily a Christian worldview. So they were social perspective. They were affirming uh, gotcha. uh, people, not gotcha. necessarily Christian people like that may be calling out a sin and then but still talking about loving them. like yeah definitely not jackie hill perry there right uh, so it was more like um affirming why would you have that kind of conference and not have jackie hill perry there like that yeah like uh, yeah so uh, so there was a whole lot of he's got a lot of crap about it and then apparently he um addressed it um sunday at mm. the church um and because they're saying that you know andy is um like getting away f- further from this is evidence he's moving further away from biblical Christianity. Gotcha. From some of the other stuff he has said in the past. Gotcha. Um, for the record, I'm not agreeing or denying anything. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, of course, I understand of course. what you're saying um, for the listeners. Stanley. Gotcha. So, so they didn't, they did not live stream this, but they have the, but the, the, the Roy's report, Julie Roy's there, you know, mm, yeah. which that has, yep. they're like Christian investigative journalists and whatever, but yeah, definitely biased. Uh, um, so, Andy said, I never subscribed to Moeller's version of biblical Christianity to begin with, so I'm not leaving anything. Talking about leaving Christianity. Then he went on to say, people like him, people like Moeller draw lines, Jesus drew circles. In fact, he drew circles so big, it included all kind of people that made religious people uncomfortable. Mm. That's... Essentially saying we're drawing circles around the LBGT community to include them in stuff, not drawing a line in the sand saying you're over there. Interesting. So, as you can imagine, that went buck wild in Christian world. and Oh, golly, you know, yeah. So, well, Especially, you know, Andy Stanley's been on the rocks for a while now. As long far as, time. As far as people's opinion of him and... The uh, Listen, the Old I, Testament thing and the I like Andy though from a leadership perspective. Sure, I think he's a good communicator, and oh, you know well, that yeah. whole that whole Old Testament thing. I read his book. I didn't just want to hear the talk. At first, I've listened to him on the podcast, defending yep. what he actually said. Yep, and then I read his book, and I liked it, and I I fully get what he's saying. Maybe he could have said it differently. But I totally understand what he's saying, and I would say I agree with that. Like I agree with what he's saying. The point he's ultimately trying to make, I think I can get down with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that... I think that I understand pastors need desire, whatever, to create intentionally provocative statements right for the sake of trying to get people to think i get that yeah yeah. i do that (laughs) so i understand when someone else does it um so you know i don't fully agree with with what he's doing and what he said because i read the book too you know well well, maybe too and some of y'all may not even know what we're talking about so we won't harp on this Forever. for too long without having to explain it which i don't really care to do um but 
had he left out the Old Testament talk and just talked about our as Christians, our whole faith and religion or whatever you want to call it is based on an event. The resurrection. Without the resurrection, mm-hmm. like that's pretty pivotal. Mm-hmm. You know, we're based on the event. And his whole point a lot of times was it's like obviously the word of God in the Bible is important. Yes. But our our religion, for lack of a better word, is not built on the Bible. It's built on an event that the Bible speaks to. Yeah. And I would just be, I would just I would disagree with that. And I think that's where you get some rock can get rocky and you may even run into semantics. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, here's Cause, the deal. Because like his point, you know, like Paul, Paul wasn't quoting Romans. He his whole series was talking about how Christians should should we how do you evangelize? How do you preach the gospel without always just saying the Bible says or like how do you talk to someone that doesn't see the authority of the Bible. So how, so don't rely on the authority of the Bible in your argument. Uh, from a reform perspective, one, well, <laughs> you don't, uh, but, um, but you see what I'm saying? I do. I understand argue, what he's saying. Yeah, which in, is, a, in a debate, if someone's like, well, that, that, I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree see your authority. authority in that. Right. So you can't use it, come to a place, come from a place of authority. So his whole kind of thing, I think was like, as Christians, how do you evangelize and do all that without just going to this, to this? Which is why I think that the theological foundation of his position is weak, which is why I abandoned it a long time ago. Right, right. Uh, but but so, you also yeah. see what he's saying. I do. I just want to, I, I think that for Andy Stanley, and that's the thing that's so frustrating because I know he's smarter than this. Well, I, know, I know he's smarter than this. So it's what is what is his goal in doing this? And I think he's trying to help Christians. I don't know that he necessarily did, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. But his whole thing is like it doesn't Moses doesn't matter. You need to tell people about the resurrection of Jesus. That's a very small and somewhat not. Anyways, he didn't really say that. He didn't say that, yeah. but that's kind of the idea. It's like unhit yourself from trying to prove all of these things you need to get in. But the reality is two things. One, the 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 Bible in and of itself creates revelation to the non-believer. Second Corinthians four, the faces are veiled and the veil has to be removed. And the Bible is the only thing that can remove the veil, the word of God. That's why Romans 10 says beautiful are the feet that of those that carry the good news. Cause how are they here? Unless they've been spoken to blah, blah, blah. Anyways. So that's the premise to the whole thing, um, which is why I think his theological position is, which doesn't weird. he argue in there that the word of God is talking about Jesus though. Cause in the beginning was the word and the word was, God, the word was with God. He's yeah. he's talking about the word of God being yes, you're right in the word of God, but, the, but yeah. that's actually Jesus, not this book. Right, but the that, that's a point is is I my personal belief as a pastor is we need to be discipling our believers on how to show how Jesus is the thread of to Moses all that. and Jonah, that's right. and and not remove it because it's too confusing for people. Yeah, we need to identify how the whole Bible is Christocentric. That's what I would agree with that. And so, and I think that he almost, it, it felt like throughout the book and throughout his argument, it's like, let's just abandon that idea. Cause it's too confusing for Christians. And it's like, well, I don't think that, I mean, you know what I mean? Like the Christians, 
the the you know Nero's Rome in the in the you know the Romans, not Romans of the biblical era, but like you know of the most perverse generation of historical times outside of what we're currently in in Babylon. Um, you know they, they they were transformed and the nation was resurrected by the word of God. And I don't think, I just don't think that's going to change. So I just disagree with Andy's premise as a whole. Um, one of the best so. debates, one of the best times he got to, it was him versus, uh, what's the dude in Arizona? Jeff Durbin. Jeff Durbin on a, on a podcast together. And Jeff Durbin was kind of attacking, coming at him with yeah. that. And Andy was able in that to articulate and defend his position. Yeah. Andy's no dummy. And that's the, no. that's the reason why I take a step back from Andy constantly and go, okay, what are you doing here? You're not an idiot. You're, you, Andy has never said anything that he hadn't thought about for a while. He's not up there just like popping right. off. Like he's so, so in my mind, my disagreement isn't saying that what he's saying is, you know, um, not well thought out well, or anything like that. It's like, I, I think the premise, which is why I think it all really boils down to his theological position on how people are brought to Christ, which is why we were on two different platforms. That's why even Jeff Durbin can like keep going back to the same thing over and over again. And he's saying, he's going, yeah, but and it's like, he's going to keep going back to his, his weak foundation as a, how people come to Christ. And Jeff Durbin's on a completely different route. Right. So, well, you know, we also run into like, you'll hear someone say, Man, can you believe what Andy Stanley said this weekend? Is he was talking about Christians should just completely throw out the Old Testament. But when you go listen to what Andy says, like that's not yeah. he didn't say Christians should never read the Old Testament and throw it out completely. Like that's right. not really what he was saying. Correct. You yeah. know, it was it was more in in a particular practice. I just right, yeah. right. All so, that to say, it, he he those, got himself in a little more trouble with this, doing, with yeah, this conference. Been, um, well, he had that other thing he did what was like nine months ago, a year ago in a, the similar audience conversation. Yeah. You know, where he was, he was talking about that and it was just, it, it's, he's been on rocky ground for a while with, with some of those people. For those of you that don't know, just to bring clarity that, uh, Andy Stanley has a book called, do you remember? The, the one we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. What's, um, um, it's not deep and wide. That's an old book. Um, un, un, I don't remember. Justin, I'll look it up. Um, he has a book where he talks about, and he made a statement and the statement was what started up the controversy. He said, Christians need to unhitch themselves from the old Testament. And that set the whole, that really, it, is that irresistible? Yep. Irresistible. That was, uh, so, and, and I've read it and I, I, I listened to it on audible. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. Honestly, I th honestly, I th the, to me, the most frustrating part about the book is I think there are way better things in that book that he could have that could have been the flag in the ground that he could have used and that yeah. was the one that kind of went because i think the there. idea of the book is making christianity irresistible to the non-believer and the way we're going to do that is by not doing correct the, the correct. keep talking about you know right. the flood or whatever like let's right, talk right, about right. let's talk about the event the, the person of jesus as god in the flesh that he died in the resurrection, like going back to stuff that is Orthodox Christianity in the sense of sure. He was trying to center it back to Jesus. It wasn't like he's a complete heretic in my well, opinion. Yeah. No, just, well, yeah. Well, that's what I say. It's like, he tried to center it back to the Jesus of the gospels. And I feel like, I feel like that's 
babying the Christian faith and robbing it of something that has a lot of richness to it um, in, you know, yeah. with our believers. But neither here nor there. If yeah. he ever wants my opinion, I'm sure he'll call and ask. So, yeah, and he might. <laughs> so, call but all up. that to say, we had a good Sunday this past Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We're still in the uh, uh, soundtrack, soundtrack series. series. We got two, more, sure two more Sundays with that. Uh-huh. It's a good message. So if you didn't uh, catch it, please, like we say, go uh, watch, listen, do all those things, uh, catch up on it. It was very good. There was a good, um, uh, what you call it? Um, uh, not analogy. Um, metaphor. The, well, the money where you brought the people up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Illustration. Illustration. Illustration is the word I'm looking for. Um, that's a good illustration, you know? Yeah. Um, connecting the dots a little bit on the point you're making so um, yeah. I think everybody could, could get and wrap their head around that so yeah no we had good feedback man uh, you know and uh, we'll keep on keeping on <laughs> like Joe Dirt keep on keeping on life's a garden dig it <laughs> uh, Chuck or Treat coming up on the 29th of this month Showing up. mark your calendars for that mark your calendars for the 22nd that vision Sunday you will not want to miss that absolutely uh, we're about to get out of here go check out the sermon for real um like we say, I know it's our message recap, and that's how we recap it, by talking about Andy Stanley and uh, DoorDash. Talking about things that aren't anything to do with the message. <laughs> yeah. So. Listen, shout out to, uh, I don't remember her name, my my fault. Um, I met a woman in the lobby Sunday. Um, that I think she said they've been a, a, a few times or a month or so. I don't remember what word she used. Her little boy was in the nursery and was crying real bad. I saw him in there earlier. And he was not happy. And they finally, they had to call her. She come out and she was in the lobby with him. So I come walking by and I'm like, oh, you're better now? Talking to the kid, you know, like joking. Yeah, with him. Yeah. And she was like apologizing to me that he was crying. I was like, well. That's what that's what babies do. Yeah, don't apologize. And we were talking and she, as we're kind of standing there, she said, I just love y'all's podcast, by the way. Oh my And gosh. I said, really? And she said, it's my favorite thing i listen to it every week and oh, I, God bless so, you, so so i was like and i told her i was like i'm convinced no one listens or watches it and she was like oh my gosh i just love it and i'm like what what do you like about it because we talk all the time about what should we be talking about and she said i just appreciate that y'all are real people <laughs> and i was like well we are that you know so i get it so um shout out ma'am um i don't remember her name her husband was, I think they were sitting directly behind me in the 10 o'clock service during worship, and then she came out to get him, but I think mm. her husband was in the second row there directly behind, um, mm. I think, but I don't remember your name, but shout shout out to you for being with us and for liking the podcast and watching it. We appreciate it. Uh, we're glad you find so it entertaining or whatever. Um, yeah, or whatever uh, it is. Whatever it is that you find. That we're we walk away every day going, I can't believe people are going to come back and listen to the next one. By golly. But you keep doing it, and we're grateful. So we love you guys. We'll bring some more um, bits back soon, something funny to talk about. Yeah. We'll do like a... You know, some type Man, of. We got to get. We still got to. We never did the uh, chicken sandwich deal. We got to do that. I just feel like that's going to be so easy. I I'm not saying I don't do it. I want to eat chicken sandwiches. But. Are we gonna do it? But like, man, we're gonna be coming out of lunch. Like, are we gonna put? Are we putting them in order of good? Or are we just trying to guess where they came from? So so that's the question, right? I mean, Maybe are it's we both? Are we are we guessing where where it's from, or who's got the best one? 
like blindfold me i'm gonna taste it and you say that was wendy's or whatever or you just put them in order obviously not knowing and then you see which is better I, I mean i guess that's it i'm gonna know that chick-fil-a one for sure we don't even got to do that we can move that one off the list but the rest I, of them I, I surely you're gonna know the chick-fil-a one yeah Everyone, i mean I'm right? not, i don't even don't even bring it up here because i'm gonna know it as soon like i that's that what i'm easy. saying that's but the I rest feel. of them i feel like the rest of them could be tricky let's, so let's we're, try we're it gonna, out we're gonna do it we'll try it one day yeah maybe we'll let's do it out. earlier or a different day we'll record on a different day so like we can yeah, we'll catch it Thursday or yeah, something. Because once we're done recording, like I want to eat the rest of that sandwich. <laughs> and I don't want to waste it. All right, we'll figure it out. Hey, listen, we love you guys. Yep. Thank you all for tuning in, Justin. Where yep. might they find us? Find us online, transformationchurch.com or uh, trans- at, transformation. at Transformation Pensacola. I can remember for a second on all the socials, including YouTube. Yeah. There. Make sure you subscribe and do all the good stuff. Well, love y'all. Do all that. Catch y'all next week yes. for another week, another message, and another. Message recap podcast. <laughs> Later. Uh, see ya.